Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And I'm AJ Casada. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. If this is the first time you're tuning in, my name is Lucas James. I'm the one of the co-hosts on this podcast. I have a company, an agency called Twiz. We also have a software product as well. And with me today, I have one of my co-founders for the first time coming on this show, talking about how to start a call center in 2023. In our business, I don't really deal with the call center part of the business. That's more on Christian, who handles all of our operation and scale pieces of the company. So I'm really excited to have him dive into this and share some of the strategies we've used to now scale a call center to dozens of, of contractors and also work with some of the biggest companies in the world with calling. And a lot of people in our community, a lot of agencies want to start the same thing. So stoked to talk about it, Christian. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a pleasure. Starting a call center is complex. It depends where you want to start it, how you want to start it, the software involved, and the purpose of the call center. So I think that's uh, the most important piece. Right. And so when we started this uh, about two and a half years ago, I think it was, when we started building the call center, was that about right? Probably about uh, three and a half years ago, we started working with BPO companies that had call centers already set up that we were utilizing. And then from there, we were we just kind of absorbed the information and kind of had that aha moment to kind of realize that it was actually pretty cost effective and cheap to do it yourself. And you just needed to take the leap of faith, basically. Right. For people looking to start their own call centers right now, what is the biggest obstacle they're going to face, the biggest challenge as an agency owner? I would say the biggest challenge is if you already know what you want to do for the call center, I'm going to specifically talk about an outbound call center here, not so much inbound. I've scaled both already. So I'm going to start off with outbound. So it's going to be cost management, knowing where you want to hire your talent. So hiring from the United States will yield better results substantially quicker. So if your objective is to get results as quickly as possible, United States probably will get the best results. Now, the biggest obstacle now offshore is getting the right talent and also complying with culture in each country. The culture differences between the United States, let's just say the Philippines, India, Colombia, Jamaica is dramatically different from country to country. So I would say the cultural roadblocks are huge and the time differences, being able to adjust to that and knowing how to maximize people's time. I think one thing a lot of people try to do is they need to figure out a good place to start in terms of finding the talent. So where does somebody go to get the best talent if they're going to get on go online and find people? Is there websites that you recommend they go to? What are the best steps there? So the two different ways you look at it uh, for finding the best talent is one, you could always post it on Indeed. That works. There's Indeed is in different countries. Typically, what I do for the best results is I find competitors or I find uh, companies that already run call centers in other countries. I pick the specific country with Sales Navigator on LinkedIn, and I type in that they work for X company as a bubble or as a field. They have to work for Accenture, and I put in their title, and I put they have to have a minimum of two years' experience because now every person you're reaching out to, you know they already have two to three years of experience. And there are a lot of notable companies that have call centers in the other countries. So LinkedIn is probably the place to go for that. So if you want someone that, from Colombia 
then you type in, you search Columbia call center representative for a United States company for minimum two years. You know their experience, you contact them. The minimum wage in Colombia and the minimum wage in the Philippines is the same. The rate is about $3 an hour. Actually, it's less. It's about 2 bucks an hour. But you know most companies are not paying more than $4 an hour for this labor. So you can go in with an offer in the 4 to $5 range and pretty much win almost every bid. Well, you, you alluded to this and uh, something a lot of people are asking, which is which countries are the best countries to hire from? I know you said the United States if you're looking to get quick results, but at scale, what are the best countries to hire from? Essentially, the best countries to hire from is if you need Spanish speaking, uh, let's just say, and you want it to be in the same time zone for all parties, I would probably recommend Honduras or Colombia. Uh, you also could do Mexico, slightly more expensive. Talent in Mexico is good. Uh, just expect to pay 4 to $5 more per hour than, let's just say, Colombia or Honduras. Jamaica has really good talent. Now, if you're going for Africa, I would highly recommend Kenya or South Africa. Really good talent there for that sector. Europe, I'm not a big fan of Europe, personally mainly because they can get a job in Germany, UK. So it's just harder to negotiate. That makes almost no sense to go there if they're going to have the same time zone to work for the top countries in Europe. For Asia, uh, you have the Philippines, India, and I would also recommend Malaysia. So those are the three countries you really want to focus in on for a call center. Now, if you're starting small and you have a specific just outbound, I'd probably start off with one select country that you have a good, you could get good talent from and then utilize their network to continue getting more talent. Because if one person in the Philippines knows English, they probably, or Malaysia knows very well, very good English, they probably went to a university that focused on English first as the main language. And that's what they're trained on. The whole university system within Asia, like the Philippines or Malaysia focuses on call center and telecom jobs and IT jobs. So you will once you get one person, you can keep getting more and more and more within those sectors. Right. And are there any rules or regulations that people should look out for when it comes to working with contractors? I'd still recommend not to do the contractor route. You want to probably use employer of record where they hire the uh, employee and then you pay them. You basically lease them from them. They handle all the compliance and everything else. That's the best way to do it. If you are willing to utilize contractor work and how to structure it properly where it's performance-based and you don't track their hours and make their own schedules, which is kind of how we do it, then I probably focus more within countries like the Philippines. Again, we're not, I'm not an attorney. We're not attorneys. I highly recommend talking to an international attorney, but I probably choose the Philippines and they make their own schedules and just set strict quotas that they have to hit. So one thing that a lot of people are trying to figure out is build versus buy. They're trying to understand if they should build this themselves or just pay a company to build it for them or to just use their system. So can you give a sense of what this would cost somebody to actually scale it to the degree that it's getting consistent results? I mean, you maybe even factor in time and time required and stuff of that nature for a U.S.-based agency to grow and scale a call center or any client that does service-based work. So to be fully transparent on the metrics, uh, depending on what country you choose from, it will be more expensive doing it at a smaller scale in another country than even in the United States. So in the United States, you have more, you know, I would say protections on talent. Uh, You don't have to deal with fraud. That is probably one of the biggest, if you're trying to do it yourself at a small scale with no experience, I'd probably estimate about three to 400 hours at the beginning before you have a solid team of five people that are good. Example being the hiring process to completely do the outreach for it, to get the right talent, to vet them and onboard them with the technology cost to train them is going to take a, 
at least three to six months. For every three people you hire, you probably have to let go of two, and you have to do it quickly. And you don't at the beginning, you're not going to know when to let go of them quickly or which people to keep, right? And you're going to make bad hiring decisions, or you will get scammed. That is the reality. So I, I would observe another company doing it for probably a few years, the same way we did it before we go through it. And it's been a honestly, it was a pain in the ass for the first six months. It took took us six months of trying to do it ourselves before we had a solid team of four people that did not do something shady or did not do something unethical in some way, shape or form. Right. So it could be anywhere from 50 to $100,000 potentially before you get a scaled up team. And then the the recommendation is to probably work with another team for a bit, see their call center and then try to build it up themselves. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate it, man, um, for coming on the show. And I'm sure that people listening got a lot of value from it. Uh, any last minute tips you'd give that you think are valuable for people? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you have US sales reps and a team already, I'd highly recommend trying to duplicate the qualities of the US and trying to just put fillers out in different countries and just see what kind of people respond. Honestly, you you never know until you try. Love it. Well, for everybody listening, this concludes another episode of How to Scale an Agency. Hope you found it valuable. If you did, feel free to share with a friend and leave a comment below if you have any questions for us. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you.